Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to Russell Rock with Rick Connor. What the F was that entire freaking promo about? Mark Kalbacher. She's like the James Ellsworth of women. And Corey Castle. I look like Paul London and Brian Kendrick. <laughs> hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Russell Rock. We are having a good old time here. Uh, let me get, there we go. What's going on? We got a lot of stuff going on this week. Hopefully, you all can see me. For some reason, Mark and Corey can't. Surprise, surprise. There's technical issues and things like that. Woo. Things like that happen all the time around here. But uh, hopefully, you all can see me because I can see myself and we're doing, we're having some fun. But uh, yeah, man, we got uh, SummerSlam coming up. We got NXT TakeOver 36. We got a new Impact World Champion, new Intercontinental Champion. We got returns. We got uh, gimmicks being thrown in a fire. We got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with SummerSlam because that seems to be the uh, the thing that's on everybody's mind. It's what's going to happen this Saturday, not this Sunday. It's this Saturday is SummerSlam. Uh, what are you guys thinking here? What are you guys looking forward to? Uh, Roman and Edge. I think the build has been really awesome. And uh, Rollins and Edge. I, that's what I meant. Rollins and Edge. Yeah. yeah, the build the build has been pretty cool, and I, I'd like to see where it goes because. Uh, I'm 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 not a huge hater of of Seth Rollins. I just am not a huge fan of Seth Rollins. So gotcha. Uh, uh, it's it's gonna be good to see what he can do with somebody who like knows how to carry a really good storyline. And that it's it's tough because like they've they've made they've made Seth Rollins kind of the 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 pro in all of his programs. Like against Cesaro, Cesaro hadn't been there yet, but now it's like Edge has been there. Over and over, so um, <clears throat> it, it'd be cool to see the way he like leads Seth through this whole thing. Yeah, Mark, how about you? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm going to say probably have to after that promo on Friday night, uh, Cena and Roman Reigns. Yeah, Cena and Reigns. Yeah, I, I thought that promo was awesome, <clears throat> and it, it was yeah. nice finally to see Roman hold his own against probably the best work shooter. It, it, was, it was great when he was like, uh, when he was like, just sitting there listening to him, like, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> like that. That was my yeah. favorite, my favorite part. Oh, uh, when he, okay. he's just very dismissive of everything he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, I, I love that promo. That was great. It was, it was over the top, but it was, it was so perfect. Like, I, I really think the the feud benefited from that promo, and that's yeah. just. The the keys to a good promo right there. If you can get people wanting to watch the match that you're about to have, you know, yeah, I thought they did a really good job. Um, yeah, Cena and um and uh, uh and Reigns is definitely something I'm looking forward to. Um, there's a there's uh, pretty much every match on the card, just about. Um, I would say, I would say for me it would probably be RK Bro versus uh AJ and Riddle. Would be, yeah. I mean, AJ and uh, almost. I think that was probably the only other match that I'm really looking forward to, because in the last three weeks they've been legit carrying the entire Raw brand mm-hmm. for them, especially Matt. So, yeah. uh, it, it's besides that, like the rest of the card. Yeah, it's going to be a good card. I, I mean, what's going to happen with, with Goldberg and Lashley should be interesting, and mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I just think the only thing that's really dropped the ball, I really think, is the girls. I, I think the three-way from Raw, and it's not yeah. them; it's just the writing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, we've seen it before. We just saw it just the last pay-per-view of how a really bad angle, a, ba- a bad lead-up, doesn't necessarily mean that the, the match itself is going to be terrible because True. Charlotte and uh, Charlotte and Rhea knocked it out of the park. At how, What was that? It was at Hell in a Cell? No, Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Um, that was really, really good. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the match because I think uh, like all three girls are great. Nikki Ash, uh, Rhea Ripley, and Charlotte Flair. So uh, I think, once again, I think they're going to knock it out of the park. Uh, we have the other women's match, of course, which is uh, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Uh, uh, it's another match that I think is going to be great because they killed it at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's going to steal the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, I missed their segment on SmackDown this week. Something happened where uh, Banks attacked uh, Belair, but with the help of Selena Vega. Is that was that one of them? Selena Vega and Carmella looks like maybe they're forming some form of a uh, faction with the three mm. of them. Uh, it's a tag team match, player. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, I mean, it could be good. I mean, poor Selena needs something because you know she yeah. came back with. The anticipation of her and her husband working together again, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he shows up in AEW a week later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you live in the same house. How do you not know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm looking forward to the match. And if they're forming a group, um, uh, more power to them. We we could use another uh, another pretty mean sisters walking around. Zelina Vega got she got she got kayfaved by her husband. <laughs> she didn't, she didn't know like they hadn't talked about it. He was like, "Ha ha, swerve, bitch!" I, tra- <laughs> I think he's just like a terrible husband. He's sitting in the back room. AW. He's like, "Oh God, I needed a break from her." <laughs> uh, another match that had kind of a, a weird buildup that I'm looking forward to is uh, Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre. Uh, it's another match where they're kind of. Uh, leaning on things of the past, uh, it, it's it's kind of false long term storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're 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 digging into their old three MB days. And McIntyre's promo was so weird on Raw. I, I had to rewind it a couple times. It was like, yeah, my mom should have died, and they told her how to re- they told her to have an abortion, and she didn't. And then she and that's died. why I have this sword, and I chopped that's yeah. And the, heads off the, 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 the sword is named Dolores, or whatever his mom's <laughs> name is. Like, yeah. stop! Just <laughs> I named it after my dead mom. My dead mom, who, who, when she was alive, she was sick, and they told her to abort me, and she didn't. So I'm here, and I carry this sword now. Yeah, it's I'm here. Like, I'm here to murder people in my mother's name, even though was, she was such a great person. It, 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 it really felt like a journey around the block. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we didn't need that whole around the block thing. But right. Cool. I mean, it it furthers it furthers your likability to kids. Sure. Does it? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I mean. Both, both again. Both guys are great, and I think they're going to have a great match together. Um, There's like kind of a weird buildup. Uh, another match I'm looking forward to is Sheamus and Damian Priest. Yeah, um, I think this is going to be great. This this could this could be a, a show stealer match right here. Um, you, I'm, you, gra- I'm glad they're finally treating Damian Priest like the star that he clearly is. It, it's funny you really forget how big Sheamus is sometimes, and mm-hmm. so you like see Damian Priest against everybody else, and he's huge, and then against yeah. Sheamus, he's like. All right, this guy's, this guy is not huge as I thought he was. But it, <laughs> no, Sheamus is just huge. Yeah, yeah, Sheamus is a big dude, and yeah. uh, 
why my camera always goes on an angle. That's we're gonna do this. This is driving me nuts. <laughs> um, it always records on like a weird angle. Um, I I see actually Damian Priest finally walking away with a belt yeah. and maybe like moving to the next level. I, what that is, I don't know. But uh, these guys are gonna beat each other up pretty pretty bad, and it's gonna <laughs> be fun. Yeah. Hey, Mark. yeah, I think it's yeah. Why do you want a thousand dollars? Why are you asking for a thousand dollars? I have this card reader right here. Did you see Did you, Baron Corbin? Both of you give me a thousand dollars. Oh, was it the Baron when he was like only when he was like trying to give Drew McIntyre like he was like trying to tell Drew McIntyre that he would take his money? He's like, Not, oh, just a hundred thousand dollars is all it'll take. <laughs> he was walking around uh, at ringside with a card reader. He's like, if everybody can just give me a thousand dollars, that'd be great. <laughs> and I was, it was really, ah, God, I love this new Baron Corbin. I love him to death. He's, it's, it's one of the best things on SmackDown he, right now. If, if it wasn't for that promo and Shinsuke winning the Intercontinental Championship, he pretty much stole the show by stealing the Money in the Bank. Yeah, and, and running away with it like he's now the Money in the Bank champion, just laughing like an idiot running away with it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's not how it works, Baron. That's not how it works. I I just think it's great to see a guy who a lot of people pretty much crapped on for what years now because he was just this boring, tall, you know, monotonous type wrestler with like. Actually, I got to admit, his finishers are awesome. Yeah, but um. He never really got any like anywhere. Never got to show any real personality, and now this is showing that he can actually do something, and it's fun. Yeah, it's like now it's let's let's continue to like say, wow, well, he's good. Like none of his matches have been bad matches, but for sure things are a little awkward because he's like too big for certain things. Like he's too big to like take heat from people. <laughs> but yeah. But uh, I mean, that's not that's not really a reflection on that he's bad. It's just that he's really too big for whatever he's trying to do. Mm -hmm. I, I just I just love the gimmick that he never asked for like five bucks or a dollar. It's always like a thousand or a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like yeah, man. If you just give me on and then, and they calls everybody to like cheap when they won't give him a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's, it's a great gimmick. It's um. It's interesting to see if they have a plan of where it's going to go. Might lead to a King of the Ring thing. Who knows? Uh, he's definitely moved on from Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, is the, uh, yes. Are the rumors true that they're going to do a Queen of the Ring? They're going to do a women's tournament like King uh, of the Ring? Oh, sorry, nothing's right. confirmed. Nothing's confirmed yet. Um, we'll see. I'll watch it because if they do another women's pay-per-view, you know, we've been asking for that for years. Uh, I don't want to see another multi-week tournament. You know, let's have two matches on Raw, two matches on SmackDown for the next two months, and you know, I, I don't care about that. But yeah, if they do, if they do a full pay-per-view, hell yeah, I'll watch that. That, that, would, that would sound great. That sounds great to me. Um, but uh, one match we didn't talk about on SummerSlam is going to be uh, the Mysterios versus the Usos, which I think is going to be great. Um, Dominic's really coming into his own finally. Uh, finally, looking like a uh, bit of a star on SmackDown. You, you uh, think they're going to? You think they're going to get hit with the USO pre-show cur curse again? Since it was last last show. Yeah, it's it's a possibility, um, and it's a shame. Like they they definitely don't belong on the pre-show, but I see why they keep putting them on the pre-show because it's a great starter match. It's a great match to get the crowd up and running, and you know, 
get them going. Um, but yeah, it just it just sucks that it's the tag team titles and it's the Usos and the Mysterios, and they deserve a lot more than just to be put on the pre-show. Um, another match that I'm hoping happens. It's not announced yet, but I hope it happens. Is uh, the rematch of Nakamura and um, and Apollo Cruz for the Intercontinental Championship? If you saw it on SmackDown this week, it was a really good match. Yeah, it was. Uh, Nakamura walked around, walked away with the uh, with the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. What'd you guys think? What'd you guys think of it? I, I'll, I'll I'll say like I, 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 it's one of those weird things where Apollo Crews again wasn't used right. It looked like mm-hmm. they were going to come out with some kind of gimmick and like really make him a major player, and then mm-hmm. he just faded in the background. And General Aziz is just, uh, or whatever you want to call him, depending on what jacket he's wearing, First Sergeant Aziz or <laughs> Lance Corporal Aziz, because he always wears rankings of like of enlisted guys and then they call General. Um, I don't know, man, and uh, I'm just glad. Like I, that Shinsuke's been really featured a lot in the last like year, and it's it's just nice to see because the guy, you know, he's a really talented guy. I don't know what they're gonna do now. Does he drop the crown now that he's the Intercontinental Champion, and that's how they do the tournament, or they're gonna keep going with the the King Shinsuke thing? Yeah, probably right now. They'll, they'll st- I think they're probably gonna stick with the King thing for a while while he's King and Intercontinental Champion. Do you think Rick Boogs turns on him? Now that he won the Intercontinental Championship, you think Boogs hits him with a, like a electric guitar and and then he turns on him? Well, well, the thing, the thing is, they're gonna say like Rick Rick Boogs is not sharing his Old Spice money with Shinsuke, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Shinsuke is asking him very nice too. Like they're like, "Come on, we've like built this bond. We're friends now. Now you can start sharing your Old Spice money with me." I just I, I just see some weird going on because like Elias like is like trashing his music gimmick. So like yeah. I was wondering if WWE's like, well now Rick Boogs is gonna be like you know, wrestling Shinsuke with a with an electric guitar. We can't have two guitarists yeah. in WWE. So I was I just, two ponytail ponytailed white dudes who are extremely buff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too similar. <laughs> Um, I just hope that they have a plan for both of them. Elias just, you know, throwing away the gimmick that got him here. Granted, it was getting stale and they weren't using him right. So hopefully they have a plan of what they're going to do with him next. And he's not just going to be, my name is Elias and I'm a wrestler, which is what they seem to do when they, they want to change gimmicks. It's like, uh, you have to have a good enough personality and good enough writing behind you in order to get like a gimmick. That's just you but behind you to get that over. But What's is that? He, but is, is he, he what? I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess. Mean, I mean, he really barely wrestles anymore, and it's all gimmicks, and he just gets beat up a lot. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that's the the thing that they're going to change, is just to uh, to not have that anymore, uh, not be the guy who you know gets heat from the crowd just to get beat up by you know somebody returning or you know a legend to come out and, and kick his ass or whatever. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But most likely, I think that's his lease in life now is him. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm waiting for Jackson Riker to be future endeavored. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. wow, have they given that poor guy absolutely no personality at all? <sighs> yeah, that really, that really stinks. Um, but again, time will tell. Hopefully not. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, just have to wait around and we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. 
Uh, like going back to black screen every time. Rick. <laughs> yeah, I, I really hope that because I can see void. Just to let you know, I can see myself on the video just fine. Like everything's working perfectly. So and there's no error messages or anything. So if if YouTube, if you guys, uh, this is great. It's the first YouTube cha- uh, YouTube video for the new channel. If, if you're seeing just a blank screen right now for my, you know, is at least my name that Rick underscore matters? Is that at least there? That's there, yeah. That's there. Okay. So you, at my, least you know who's talking. Can, can we all just send that meme from Simpsons, just point at him and laughing if he's not on the screen. <laughs> stop, stop. He's already dead. But uh, yeah, the uh, Apollo Crews thing, going back to that, um, he's got this new awesome gimmick. Uh, um, uh, they put the Intercontinental title on him and they kind of. After the Big E feud, they kind of just sat him on the side. So I'm hoping that uh, Shinsuke winning the Intercontinental title isn't them just putting him out to pasture uh, because the new gimmick was great. Uh, Apollo Crews is a great worker. And hopefully it's been a long time since we've seen a title get traded back and forth, you know. So hopefully um, uh, maybe that's what they're going to do with Nakamura and Crews. I'm hoping to see that match, you know, get the rematch on SummerSlam. Why not put that on the pre-show? You know, it's, it's it's a match that we've seen, but it's a match that was really good, and I'd, I'd like to see more of it. Um, moving on, that was SummerSlam. Uh, moving on, let's uh, let's take a look at uh, at what's happening at NXT Takeover 36, which is following SummerSlam for the first time ever. Usually, they start with NXT on Saturday, and then the uh, WWE pay per view goes on Sunday. But this time, we got NXT Takeover 36. We got five matches that are announced so far. Um, you know, more might be added for the pre-show or what have you. Um, what are you guys looking forward to here? We got, you know, we have five matches that are all looking really good. What is the card? Because uh, I haven't been paying attention since basically, like, I think this is the swan song of NXT. Yeah. I think after this paper, this is like our last, like, treat before they go back to... You know, like I said, no midgets, no skinny people, no 30-year-olds. Yeah. So um, besides, I, I'm not really looking forward to Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly because no offense to Kyle, but he cannot talk to save his life, and he just drags promos down to the ground, like just down every time he talks. Yeah. It's tough to watch. And then, you, you know, Adam Cole has to bring it back up because he's he's just so good at everything he does. Uh yeah, what's the rest of the card right now? Uh, we got um, L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes. Uh, I believe this is for the Million Dollar Championship, where uh, if Grimes loses, Ted DiBiase will become L.A. Knight's butler. Um, Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai for the NXT Women's Championship. Karrion Cross uh, versus Samoa Joe for the NXT Championship. There you go. And, and uh, Walter versus Dragunov. Walter Dragunov two for okay. the. So those last two, it's those last two is tough to pick. Do you want to watch two guys murder each other, or do you want to see Samoa Joe win the title? Right. I think it's a record third time in NXT. I believe. And then I guess that's you know, and then they hustle him out the door with all the other old people, midgets, and skinny yeah. people after that. Well, I mean, carrying across is already like doing. He's like already Bongo. just an accessory to Jeff Hardy anyway, like. Hmm. Just let him lose well, the NXT title so he stopped embarrassing well, the brand. 
What, what are you saying? His wife is, or girlfriend or whatever she is, is too risky to be on television? Why is she coming out with him when they go to the ring on Raw? It makes no sense to me. Well, like she's no. too risque? or Risque, too risque. yeah, I guess. Because like, I, I don't get it. She's only wearing like cat suits. She's not like exposing anything when she comes out of the ring. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't get it. Or I, I don't get it at all. And it, it takes part of his, like, it takes part yeah, of what His specialness is gone. Yeah. His specialness is, is it's, it, he's, it, the, the woman managing him is what lends to the specialness of his character. Uh, what's his name? Scarlet? Right? Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah. He Scarlet, almost seems, Scarlet Flair. Even though they have, <laughs> even though they have do uh, promos himself, it almost seems like she's like, like almost controlling him. And he's just the, you know, the, the brute that like does the work for her. And it, like you take her away, it takes a huge element away from his character, and it just makes no sense. Yeah, um, but uh, I'm do really looking forward to this. Do match. I want to see Joe put him to sleep? Oh my god, yeah. I, yeah. I want to see Joe choke him out. Definitely, definitely. Because uh, unfortunately, Raw it, it'd be so much better if Raw didn't screw it up with the whole Jeff Hardy thing, and then having him lose to Keith Lee. Because uh, he was a, he was that unbeatable champion. He was that big tough badass that was tearing through people, and uh, now he's just the guy that lost to Jeff Hardy. And it's like, why is he still the champion? Let's just get it over with. Let's get right. Joe that title, and um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm I'm really looking forward to this match. And then of course the other one, Walter and Dragonoff, man. Dear God, uh, this was uh, you know a match of the year candidate last year, and uh, it was it was brutal. It was probably the most brutal match that's that's been on television in like twenty years. This is a match that um, deserves a crowd. I'm and, definitely yeah. I'm definitely excited to see it in front of people because the first match happened in front of nobody, and yeah. it was a it was it was killer. This one. This one is going to be in front of a crowd, and it's definitely like something the anticipation's built even more because it was supposed to happen a couple months ago, and then he like mm. Walter got hurt or something, like his ear got messed up or something. Was that what the, I don't the remember. gimmick was? Something was wrong with his ear, maybe. So could be. I don't remember. Maybe maybe his hand. I I don't know. But no, his hand was his hand was Champa. Oh oh. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. That's right. Which was uh, a fantastic match too. Yeah. Which had a little bit of a crowd with it, but no, mm-hmm. this, they, that match deserved the crowd. Now they're going to do it in front of a crowd. I just wonder how they're going to do it differently and still be brutal. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of matches on here that I'm looking forward to. I think everyone's going to be a barn burner. Uh, LA Knight and Cameron Grimes even. Uh, Cameron Grimes is still, I think, very, very underrated. Uh, and L.A. Knight's really good. Uh, it, he's, you know, the former Eli Drake. I used to love watching him on uh, on uh, NWA. Um, I think it's really going to be good. Teddy Biasi at ringside. I wish that guy would dye his beard just because he looks nothing like Ted DiBiase, what he looked like before. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, it, it, it's going to be a good match. I'm guessing Grimes is walking away with the uh, Million Dollar Championship at this point. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, I think, is going to be great. Dakota Kai, Dakota Kai is extremely underrated, in my opinion. Yes. Um, yes uh, she is. I, I, I honestly, the promos that she's been cutting have been making me think that she has a shot, and um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully, it's not just a, a squash because <laughs> she's so tiny. 
um and even uh kyle riley and adam cole even though the the build-up hasn't been great it's um we've seen these guys wrestle plenty of times before and they've torn the house down each time so it's i know the the match is going to be good it's just one of those things where like kyle geez when he just talks i want to go to sleep yeah he's so bad uh speaking of la Knight, did you guys see the uh the rick flair uh car insurance commercial that had him in it no uh, it was like what was this? Uh, uh, Eli Drake was doing some sort of um, he was some some sort of generic heel character promo in the ring, and then Ric Flair came out and chopped him. and was like Capital Audio Auto Insurance, woo Liberty Blue, woo, and <laughs> and it was just it wasn't like it wasn't like anything super special, but it was just funny mm-hmm. that it was another Ric Flair. Uh, auto insurance commercial that then had Eli Drake in it. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if that was uh, part of the WWE deal or not. Or if that was wondering uh, that myself. One, of the, reasons, one of the reasons why he left. Didn't Rick? Didn't Rick just show up in Mexico with Andrade? Did he? I didn't hear that. Yeah, I think it just showed up today. Uh, it's been pop. I could have sworn I just seen like a little thumbnail of it, but it looks like uh, Rick showed up with with Andrade down in Mexico. Hmm. Um, Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's what he's trying to do is maybe work with Andrade. Maybe that's why he's le- he left. But you know, does that mean mm-hmm. Uchavo gets to move on and now Ric Flair is going to be his guy? It could be. It could be. Could be seeing Ric Flair in AEW. Who knows? Could pretty much go anywhere. Um, he's Ric Flair. If he shows up, they're like, uh, "Yes, please be on our show." You know. <laughs> so. Um, you know, so uh, again, it's a wait and see type of thing. Uh, I, I definitely think you know we definitely haven't seen the last of Flair. He's going to pop up in different things all over the place. Um, one of one of the things I heard was that he was looking. He had some money making ideas, uh, presumably some merchandise or some commercial ideas that he wanted to do that uh, that WWE wasn't down for. So he just wanted to leave and get the and get those things out there because Ric Flair is all about making money. So. Uh, we're definitely going to see him soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, uh, another great thing that happened this week, uh, which was unbelievable, was we have a new Impact World Champion. Um, great match. You guys got, got, it was a great match. Uh, one of the sickest uh, unprettiers I've ever seen in my life. And uh, we have uh, Christian, of all people, Christian Cage beating the unbeatable champion, Kenny Omega. What did you yeah. guys think? I didn't watch the match, but I think it's it's only I think it it only would make sense if he would then now take the AEW title. Like that's what I said they should have they should have made him the AEW champion like right from the start. But he wanted to get he wanted to get his uh, his moment where he like tried to build stars up. And it's like ah, oh, we don't need that from you. We need you to go be the champion, like yeah. add legitimacy to something, and uh, make people want to watch it. Yeah, it's one of those weird things. Like, as, as great as Kenny Omega is, like Christian would add more legitimacy to the title because of who he is. Right. Um, sorry, works texting me some. Um, no, the match was great, and this is one of the things. Like I said, when AEW does things right, they do things really well. Mm-hmm. And when they do things bad, it's almost laughable. Is this whole thing with working with Impact and everybody else? So now. You, you have a star from AEW that can go to Impact and he's the Impact World, you know, he's the Impact World Champion. And then you have this 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 crossover where people want to watch both shows and it helps Impact out so their stars can get noticed. 
And I think Christian's a bigger, like, no offense to Kenny, because Kenny's, Kenny's the man. But I, I just think in America, Christian's a bigger name. So Christian mm -hmm. can now draw more people over to Impact to, to see the, the other product. So when these guys jump ship to AEW or jump over there and attack an AEW wrestler, it makes a bigger impact on their show. And on top of it, like, what's this, the first time he's won the Impact title in, what, 13 years or 12 years or something like that? It's yeah. pretty wild, man. Do you guys know why there's two NWA belts? Like, what's the deal with that? Uh, two NWA belts or two, two, impact, two belts. impact belts. One's the old, well, one is one's the well, TNA one, belt and one's impact belt. Yeah. What's up with that? Uh, they just, I guess they just never unified them. I don't watch impact, so I don't know, but I know, uh, yeah, there was an impact champion and a, and a TNA champion. I guess when they made the switch to call themselves impact, they just didn't do away. They didn't just change it to the impact world championship. They, they had a whole other thing. Uh, uh that's all i know <laughs> i wish i knew more but I, I again i don't watch impact very often hey if you guys know leave it in the comments i try yeah. I, I try to watch some impact when i can and it's just like i said man like like i, I work in the bar industry and uh mm -hmm. like i work four jobs now because nobody has any workers in philadelphia <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hence why i worked two jobs yesterday 14 hours straight and i Ugh. sound like garbage uh yeah, dude it's i like i said AEW is on a roll like because they know right now especially if the cm punk daniel bryan thing happens like they have a chance to really make a dent in that whole wwe machine and it's coming like and like i said and then we got 90 days from now there's a big possibility bray wyatt shows up there with the other guys because I, yeah. I have a weird feeling they're going to come as a group if they do show up Mm -hmm. I, everybody keeps talking dark order. I, you know, you guys want to do that little fairy tale storyline where you know it's like full circle that he takes over. No, I, I think he comes back with the other dudes. Mm -hmm. I, whatever Braun Strowman's going to be called, whatever Rowan's going to be called, and I, I, I think they're going to show up with the beards and a totally different name for the gimmick. But you know, I would love then, to see him. Uh, I would love to see him show up with Bo Dallas. Why not oh, yeah. team those up two together? That'd be great. Yeah. No, I, I keep saying, forgetting Bo's gone. I keep forgetting yeah. who's though. Yeah, I, yeah, Bo's on Bo's on the shelf as well. I, I've been saying for a long time that like Bo Dallas totally should have done something with the fiend. Like that one of mm -hmm. the fiends should like uh, the fiend matches should have been Bo Dallas as the fiend. Like mm. that that would have been neat. We're, or we're, have him do the the Firefly Funhouse. He could totally have done that. I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it if he even suggested it. I, I, we're starting to learn a lot that, like, as genius as why it was with that character, WWE still messed with it too much. They mm -hmm. still tweaked it and played with it and changed his ideas last second. So he could have suggested that. Like, we, uh, someone just mentioned, and it, like, it never made sense. Why didn't Aleister Black ever wrestle Wyatt when he was a fiend? Like, that was like a, yeah. a storyline that just wrote itself. Or join him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's so like the AEW has this really they really cool moment in history right now. You you have Christian there, Miro's killing it as their uh, TV champion. He, he just he, I mean he destroyed Del Sol on Friday night, which I mean it was supposed to happen, but they still make him look like an absolute killer. He's he's destroying it now. You have Aleister Black killing it because his 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 debut was amazing. 
Mm-hmm. And if they yeah. get this, this, they get this influx of Daniel Bryan, or sorry, Bryan Danielson. Let me get used to that. <laughs> and Punk, if this is really going to happen, man, like, it, like they they can make waves. They can make serious waves. And the cool thing about that is, we, we slowly lose the cheesier, lesser wrestlers that they had to rely on when they first opened, and now it's looking more like a legit wrestling federation. Mm-hmm. Did you did you watch the Juventud Guerrera Chris Jericho match from from uh, from Dynamite? I saw yeah, a clip. Too. It was sloppy, but I mean, it, it was cool to see the two of them in the ring together again mm-hmm. after how many years? But it was it was not it was nothing to write home about. It, you know, I'm just gonna say nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> On an Undertaker Goldberg scale, it's still better. <laughs> no, it, was, it was pretty equivalent. Honestly, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame, but you know, like uh, like we said, you know, when AEW knocks it out of the park, they knock it out of the park. When when it's bad, it's really really bad. Oh, I was saying, um, look at Wardlow. They they did a great job with the Wardlow thing. They still made him look like a monster. You know, Jericho had to wait for a distraction to hit him with a baseball bat to win the match. Yeah, and they, they keep teasing that he's going to go after MJF sooner or later. Like, which is really good. All he did was power bomb Jericho through the match. It was just mm-hmm. brutal. And like, like I said, if this is Jericho's retirement run, this is this is really cool, man. Like he's he's you know putting a lot of eyes on a lot of different products all at once. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to move into commentating because even though that four man booth was a little weird, he was killing it on the yeah. four man booth. I think I think he can really do a great job as an announcer. Definitely, definitely. Um... I think we're about that at that time, guys. Uh, we're going to shine a spotlight on one person who shined the greatest all week, and we're doing it with a segment called "Who Wins Wrestling." Who wins wrestling? Blah 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 blah. Corey, what do you got, man? Who wins wrestling? Did, did the music stop? Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura, King. Shinsuke Nakamura won wrestling because uh, getting the Intercontinental title on SmackDown, like just on a, ra- a random SmackDown, it wasn't even like a, a pay-per-view built match or anything. It was something. Mm-hmm. It was something that was unexpected, and it's something that I think, like, probably in WWE, like where for a while they were like, "Oh, well, we'll sometimes change titles because, like, like." Where it's not a big build because, like, then it'll make people want to show up to the shows because you never know what'll happen. That kind of unpredictability of it. Yeah. So Nakamura, I would say. I mean, how many how many weeks now have I said Nakamura's won wrestling? <laughs> it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Yes. So Nakamura is in the leaderboard for who wins wrestling all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Mark, what do you think, man? Who I have wrestling? to. Go, I have to go with Christian. Uh, yeah. He could have just took a paycheck, uh, you know, in WWE and just been another cog in a wheel and been in really bad storylines and, you know, and all that. And he decided to go to AEW instead, you know, work with younger guys, work with people he's never had to. Like, you know, he's he's a wrestler's wrestler, you know, like he's he rather he rather go for the art and wrestle people he never has instead of just make money. I mean, and he's making money in the process. Mm. And uh, to see him win the Impact title, like I said, after whatever it is, 12, 13 years was pretty freaking cool. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to him and Kenny Omega, you know, it, it, uh, it's all out or all in? All out. 
all out. To have two yeah. two two pay-per-views names same with one word. It's like, uh. All all something. <laughs> uh, I, it'd, be, it'd be like if they had like uh, oh there's hell in a cell and then there's cell in a hell. It's like which one are we doing today? <laughs> no, it's hell uh, yeah, it'd be heaven in a cell. That would be the other one. Heaven in a cell. Yeah. <laughs> they have a big white cage. <laughs> um yeah, I, I just it's really cool because I was always a big Christian fan and I, you know, more than edge, like, even though edge is definitely the better Mike worker and, you know, he's the better WWE wrestler. Uh, mm. I've always liked, I always thought everything he did was bold, man. Him showing up in impact years ago and, and taking the title was awesome. So mm. yeah, this, this is really cool, man. Uh, like I said, we're, we're in a weird and fun time of wrestling because yeah. next two, three months could be really interesting with yeah. the fall of NXT AEW, you know, doing what they're doing, and WWE just chugging along, hoping people are still watching. <laughs> Rick, you know how how big of a, a massive Christian fan I've always been. Oh yeah, like so much so that like when I and when I first started wrestling, my entrance was Christian's thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. That little shoulder shrug, the little thing I took from Christian. Yeah, but. Man, I got to bring it back. Time to bring it no, back. You're not the only one that took anything. You know, Randy Orton took his entrance. It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. Uh, yeah, um, I was going to go with Orton this week for uh, for Who Wins Wrestling, but I didn't because I saw NXT. The end of NXT uh, solidified it for me. I've, I've talked about before today. I talked about uh, Dakota Kai cutting these massive promos that make me think that she's got a shot at winning the title. Dragging off at the end of NXT, man. Uh, he's such a little guy, and it's compared to Walter, I mean. But, man, the end of NXT really made me think that he's got a shot at winning the UK title. And he made me care about the UK title. I don't give a crap about it. I never watch NXT UK, only because it's too much wrestling all at once. But, uh, you know, it's just the the show or the match that they had last year, uh, was unbelievably brutal and it was incredibly entertaining to watch. Anytime anybody asked me what wrestling match I should watch as not a fan of wrestling, I say, "Yeah, go watch this. You'll uh, you'll see why I watch stuff like this." Um, but yeah, man, and I think that um, Dragonoff is definitely going to pull one out, and I think he's going to win. I think he's going to beat Walter. He's going to be that guy. And that's my pick for who wins wrestling. Good. Ha ha ha. But um, yeah, man. Uh, speaking of Randy Orton, which we just were, uh, he's back and he's got a weird goatee mustache thing going on. Uh, we're not sure what's going on because uh, he, he's like he Evil Cartman. He's a good he's guy a, now. So he's like <laughs> Evil Cartman, so he has to grow a, a goatee. Yeah, he's got the goatee on. It means he's uh, from an alternate dimension. But he gave uh, Riddle an RKO, and nobody knows, seems to know what that means. Is that Randy being Randy, or is that I'm done with this team? Because uh, at the end of Raw. As, as at the end of Raw, who was whether it was a Byron was just like, okay, I guess this means that the team is back together, and everybody went, what the hell are you talking about? Because <laughs> he gave the guy an RKO. I don't know, but it was nice to see him back. The lines they feed Byron Saxon, I feel so bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> I literally oh feel bad for him because I've heard yeah. him before when they just let him actually comment, on, you know, do commentary on matches. He's not bad. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the lines they feed him on Raw, it's like, gee, like, do you think he just goes straight to the showers after he does a show? <laughs> <laughs> he just curls up in a ball and just, <laughs> just cries in the shower. Crying game playing in the background, he's just rocking. <laughs> Dude, I'm a fan of Byron. I think he's good. Oh yeah, 
He's great. There's there's nothing wrong with him. It's just that sometimes they feed him these lines that are uh, that, that just make him look like a nerd. Yeah, and just make him look like the the worst possible. Like like he they make him look like he doesn't belong there, exactly. which is uh, which is which is really it's really crappy. But uh, yeah, I love Byron Saxton. I wish they would just put him and Corey Graves in, on the booth and just be done with it. That's all he needs is a two man booth of, of him and Graves. <laughs> Because Graves will tear him a new one, and Byron will give him all the the fuel that he needs. They did the same thing with McMahon and Ventura back in the back in the eighties. It was great. But yeah, man, I think that's about it for this show, uh, Corey. Since you're looking on your phone so much, do you have uh, uh, do you have anything to plug? I was, I was like drawing. Uh, <laughs> Are we boring you? No, I'm just. I, I'm just, sorry. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to do no, the show that you I, are a guest host on all I'm, every single I'm, week. I got a new marker and I just was breaking it in. Okay, anyway. breaking it in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I got a uh, check. Check out uh, YouTube.com/slash Corey Castle uh, for new episodes of new video, full episodes, full on-demand videos. And uh, on every, if you subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you'll get new episodes every Monday at noon. And make sure you subscribe to our new YouTube channel for Rassle Rock. And uh, we need we need to get a bunch of subscribers so that we can get one of those vanity URLs. But you know, follow whatever the links you can on WrestleRock.com. That'll take you right to uh, the YouTube channel and hit subscribe. And like I always say, if you like what we're doing, let us know you exist. Comment below whether you like us or you hate us or you go, hey, stop drawing on stuff, you dingbat jerk. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Go ahead and leave us. Let us know you exist. We we appreciate you and your feedback and your ratings. And uh, share share some of this stuff with people. And let them know that this is a fun show to, to watch or listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely uh, go check out the new YouTube channel. Uh, for Russell Rock, I'm going to put a link in the description. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, there's going to be a link in the description uh, to that YouTube channel. Please, please go and subscribe. We're trying to get, like Corey said, one of those custom URLs so we don't have to just put links everywhere. And we just say YouTube.com slash Rock, which will be absolutely lovely. Uh, but yes, it's going to be on RasselRock.com as well. You can see every video we've ever done there. You can see... Uh, you can listen to all the podcast versions of everything. You can check out our merchandise section, which uh, all the T-shirts and everything on there is all connected to charity, so you'll be helping somebody out by purchasing some stuff. And um, I think that's about it. Mark, do you have anything else? Can I have $1,000? <laughs> you got a card reader. I got no card reader. um yeah man that'll be about it for this episode of Rass rock thank you very much for listening i'm rick connor mark hobacher Corey castle and let's take it out like we always do with mr nick burke it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday Join us again for another episode of Rassle Rock. This has been Jay Davis speaking.